I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five, five sketch five, ideas. Five. I'm Andy. And I am Alistair George William Tromley Virtual. Thank you very much for tuning in on your uh, on your wireless radio mm. adapter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for dialing us up on the old shortwave. And if you're listening to this on the record we put out of this episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for bringing back old technologies and yeah, well, uh, vinyl's very vinyl's very big these days. Like I, I believe in vinyl, right? I have a vinyl collection, mm-hmm. and uh, I, b- I believe in vinyl, and even I don't <laughs> believe in vinyl. Yeah, I you know I believe in it, and I also think it is complete bullshit. Like I'm I'm I will defend it to anyone who cares yeah. to challenge it, uh, and at the same time, I uh, hate myself. Oh well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 totally pointless. And like, you can you can argue that, like, vinyl equipment produces better sound. Yeah, absolutely. That's but a great argument. Well, I can't I can't <laughs> I, tell. I I I can't tell. All I know is that if it does, yeah. My record player is not one of the examples of the thing that does that, and none of my records are of a sufficient quality no. to be able to demonstrate that effect. It's, so. Maybe like under ideal circumstances, like in in mm-hmm. space, in, in zero space. gravity or think, something, like yeah. that that could be achieved. Absolutely. In a lab. Maybe maybe using superconductors. Superconductors, <laughs> sure. Like I mean, maybe um, if we engraved the record onto the surface of a neodymium magnet. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And then uh, read it by bouncing, uh, you know, cosmic rays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, off the surface of Venus, maybe, and have it the wires protected with a tungsten, uh, yeah, tungsten, uh, tungsten carbide, ca- carbide cabling, yeah, uh, wire sheath, yeah, and uh, then I could I, look. To be honest, probably even and then, if it was listened to, anyway, if it was listened to by a flawless human. <laughs> See, I think, I think. Sorry, that was the that was the 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 third part of my. <laughs> The flaws with my vinyl system is that I can't really tell the difference between any notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what music is. And if I do, I don't know what's good. Mm. So my taste is ultimately uh, is, is sufficiently flawed. Flaw. So I think maybe this is where the sketch okay, lies, yeah. is that it's in a... It's for... I guess it's for people who want to get better sound out of their yeah <laughs> out of their record players, or you know they want to you know be able to enjoy it. And one aspect of it is be better, be a better person, or don't be you. Well, well, well. <laughs> could could it be in a um in a in a in a record in a high end um high high end record sh- store store mm. right yeah. And so you go in there and you um basically get upsold to the point where they're going to replace your brain. With mm. a computer, but an, but a valve computer because apparently the valves oh, are yeah, better the valve at would be reading. Great. There's a warmer yeah. sound. Or That's if they you just can, you can replaced tell your brain with a valve. <laughs> with a valve. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good. Okay. Because yeah, my brain was going to a place where it it was just they get it to a point where you can't even tell how how much better it is. This, right. So they you can just hire a guy to come in who really knows what he's talking oh my about, God. and he just tells you it's really good, I, and you go. That's that's really really fun as well. Like okay, like like. I mean, this could even happen. So, so this is at the sh- same shop. So, part mm. of the, what they can do is they can send you home with Donnie, and Donnie yeah. is just like an audiophile. Like he, yeah, man, he's an audiophile's in. audiophile. Yeah, yeah. And I guess yeah. So it could be that maybe maybe this is when they're selling them. They're upselling them. Yeah. So this is the like this is the 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 second from the top up mm. upsell. Mm. Uh, well, we can just send a guy in. Uh, he's the best of the best. He he has an ear he has mm. a great ear mm. that goes in and he tells you it's great and that's basically all you want is you just want somebody who knows what they're talking about to tell you that you've got the best yeah i mean he has been getting pretty picky recently so he might not agree that it's the best but that's that's exactly what you want to hear yeah. before he yeah. tells you it's oh, the best. exactly yeah right he, he's you know, like yeah he told me it was the best and he's been really picky recently <laughs> <laughs> like impossible to deal with yeah yeah and also, if if you if you still find that he's he's not um, finding it to be the best, yeah, just give him a bit of a tap over the back of the head. I find just like a whack, just sort of great, can kick him into yeah. gear because uh, he just gets a little, you know. Yeah, the next in level, his head. The next level up, of course, is um, we could, you know, is, is obviously fixing the flaws with you as a listener. Mm, uh, sure, we could have your brain removed. Have some. Mm. Uh, some valves put in, mm. maybe instead. Uh, but then, of course, uh, just below that is mm. also we could have uh, Donnie's brain removed and have that replaced <laughs> with valves. But yeah. obviously, that is going to be hugely expensive mm. for you. But uh, it does involve you not having to undergo brain surgery. Obviously, um, now uh, you know when we elevate Donnie to that level of, of, of fine attunement mm. to to the truth in music, he's. Um, He's no longer able to enjoy any music because then he just tunes into the flaws in the original recordings yeah. and also the dissatisfaction of the artists themselves <laughs> with their own creative oh, beings. No, that, yeah. He's able to hear the self-doubt of John Lennon, Wow! Um, even on his greatest works. Yeah, so, I think I would like that. I think I yeah, would like that. At, that's, uh, that's, the, that's the thing how. I want. Um, <laughs> that's, the, how, that's the best. That's the best. That is absolutely okay. And well, then, like, once you've achieved, achieved true perfection, that is actually a state of absolute disappointment, because that, that like, that's when you'll be able to realize that nothing is good, really. No, yeah. That's what I want. I want to be able to <laughs> hear well enough to be unhappy <laughs> with everything. Is that? Yeah. Uh, that possible? is possible. Absolu- can is, you do that oh, for me? Oh, we can completely do that. That yeah. is. Oh, we um, can remove all joy. <laughs> yeah, that is the highest <laughs> level of being. That's really what these things are, right? The process of turning it into this com- this this commodity where you have to have all of this equipment to be able to appreciate something. Mm. You are systematically removing any joy from it. Yeah, you're I removing believe. the flaws yeah. from from the you know from the the, the sound equipment, mm. and every time you do that, you remove a bit of enjoyment. Yeah, you, re- you what, what, as you as you remove flaws from the, the the things that are around you, it just amplifies like like your ears in a deep dark mine mm. amplifies your own um, disappointment with yourself. Yeah, and you know just be able to be there, just in the groove, just listen to those high end headphones and just truly, truly, deeply sad. And actually, we do have an amplifier that 
amplifies <laughs> your inner scream. Because if you want, we could just give you an amplifier mm. straight up instead of going through all this. It's just an yeah. amplifier that uh, that amplifies your 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 lack of satisfaction with the world. Your dissent. Or we can just um, we can just remove your frontal lobe, right? So you're no longer able to experience joy of any kind. Yeah. And actually, we found that people who do get their frontal lobe removed uh, do have a higher quality of drool emitted from their mouth. There you go. And Donnie really appreciates it. He will slurp that up, (laughs) and he will tell you that that is good. It's truly, because, you know, because the hormones, um, when you experience uh, peaks and troughs of of, of emotion, obviously, the the hormones interfere with the, 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 the drool production. Of the glands, and uh, yeah, you um, you just get a better quality of drool from someone who is um, who's truly blank to all feeling, and and uh, and happiness. There you go. Thank you, Donny. <clears throat> Thank you, Donny. Um, you like the name Donny? I was pretty happy. Oh, I really like Donny. 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 It sounds, you know, somewhere it could be it could be Italian. Yeah, uh, he's know. got a leather jacket, I reckon, Donny. Yeah, Donny, absolutely. But I reckon he's also like a bit of a slob. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, not the way I saw him. He he wasn't. He was one of those. Oh, really? Yeah. He was one of those guys who, uh, you know, you know, like an IT guy who really believes in uh, efficiency in terms of like uh, getting things done mm-hmm, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I felt like you could really smell his uh, his body washer cologne. <laughs> and uh, and his yeah, ha- I know and his people. hair was pretty neatly kept. Yep. And uh, but this might not be the audio file. I mean, but he is a guy who does slurp up, um, slurp up, drool, drool. the drool of the uh, lobotomized. Lobotomized, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so this is a new the lobotomites, the right? Th- <laughs> so they're like um, they're like the dolomites yeah. from the Commonwealth Bank who go around and teach you about uh, money sense and how to use uh, make make good use of money. And then yeah. the lobotomites they go around and teach you to just be a cog in the capitalist machine. Yeah, right. What do you reckon about that? Well, what do you reckon about that, Alice? So, I mean, what is the what is the link between the lobotomy and being a cog? Is it just the, just because you don't think, you just consume? But 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 the people who teach it are called the lobotomites. Yeah, the lobotomites. I mean, I don't want to tear your thing <laughs> apart here, but uh, <laughs> so have they been? Alistair, there's not a lot to tear. It's a bloody tissue. It's a tissue it's a of tissue. foolishness. And so, and the people who were called dollar mites. So this is Commonwealth Bank, was it? Yeah, and, yeah. And well, so they were sort of aliens. They were sort of these blobby alien creatures, right? With tentacles. And but stuff. they're like a they're a mite. They're they're still part of the mite family. I think I believe they're a part of the mite family. Yeah, I mean they were sort of almost human sized, and I I think a human sized mite is just about probably the most terrifying thing yeah. you can imagine. Absolutely. Um, I guess maybe maybe a human sized like germ could be pretty awful. Yeah, that's true. Or like a virus, human-sized. Well, I I just I, I was just trying to imagine something more terrifying than a human-sized mite, but yeah, yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Um, I I don't even really know what a virus is. Whenever I try and picture a virus, I I just sort of end up picturing a, the letter Y. <sighs> so really, yeah. Wow. I know. So like AIDS. The letter Y. The letter Y. Like, it's hu- <laughs> supposed to be hugely adaptable, and you just picture this Y. Well, it's like of... the letter Y, you know? It can be both a vowel and a consonant. It's hugely it's, it's adaptable. Usually, it could be two things. It's a, it's it's, a, it's of, a, of all, you know... It's, it's a particle. It's a wave. It's yeah, Y. It's Y. It's a, it's a vowel. It's a consonant. 
<laughs> why? Why did they never refer to the wave duality of light, wave particle duality of light as it's being? It's a bit like the letter Y. <laughs> In fact, the, the um. The symbol that we use for photons is is gamma, isn't it? And it's an upside like, down Y. It's kind of like a Y. It just it? shows you how how versatile Y, y is, is that it can even be upside down. <laughs> upside down, it's a gamma. What's a, what's a what's a capital gamma look like? I don't know that it actually is an upside down Y, Alice. Or is it a, a lambda? Oh, like, you're thinking of the lambda. Um, lambda. La- lambda is that an upside down Y? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And, that, and that we use for wavelength, I believe. So really, we're a, back on a, waves again. That's a thing that light has. Why? Wow, <laughs> everything is connected. <laughs> oh my God, Andy! Is there some, the secret is real? <laughs> is there some way we could do something with the 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 vowel consonant duality of the letter Y. Yes. Well, I mean, what, but, but what? Like, what? And who could possibly be happy with the thing that we produced? Well, I mean, linguists are going to be furious. Uh, you know, particle physicists are going to be up in arms. Who's going to like this? Um, Only idiots. I think, I know, but, but so idiots, idiots who are into very basic concepts of... Yes, of quite high-end. Of, of, but I think maybe they're possible even misinterpretations of, of quantum <laughs> physics. No, yeah. <laughs> very misinterpretations of very high-end concepts. I don't know anything about quantum physics, but that's quite a quantum physics thing to... <laughs> To feel about quantum physics, you know, I've I sort of I'm quite vague on all of the details of quantum physics, which I think is the I most think, quantum physics you could be I about think quantum that's physics. That's what quantum physics is, is about. Is it just about tells you that you can't know it. Can't know it, so I haven't really bothered to try. Well, you know, I just I'm, I'm an think, expert in a way. In I'll a get way. invited to all these conferences. <laughs> Don't go. I might learn something and ruin it. Um, okay. What what were we talking about? Okay, so so look, I I don't know the the, the vowel consonant duality of the letter Y. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 I don't know that it's enough to to hang anything off, Alistair. It's just it's just a weird little thing. It's a weird little thing. I guess I guess it could maybe appear in some kind of story where, um, where it's, the you know it's like a kind of like a. <laughs> It's maybe it's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet type okay, situation great, yes. because it's both a vowel, you know, it's part of the vowel family, right. but it's also part of the consonant family. Well, is right? it? But it's in yeah. love with itself. Right? <laughs> no, no, and, no, it can't then, be but, that. It can't be that, Alistair. But, but the no. two families don't approve of it <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> And, you see the and they're always it, going, why? Why? <laughs> like that. Oh, and it's it just got that one arm just for <laughs> whacking itself off. Well, it's, just, got, it's got two arms. No, and, and then it just shaft. uses its one arm to kill itself at the end. <laughs> <laughs> why did you have to go? <laughs> oh. Um, my consonant struggle. My... <laughs> You know, should I write that down? Is I took that... a solemn vow. <laughs> um, my... you you may now exchange vowels. Um, I okay. I mean, I don't know how we tie it into some sort of Romeo and Juliet. I think that that's Alistair. I mean, sure we had fun, but at what cost? Uh, that's ridiculous. Is it not a? Is that like if it's something as stupid and ridiculous? Yeah. Is that not what humor is? Yeah, I guess. But, but you, 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 
your idea <laughs> requires us to just take it a huge leap of faith at the very start that I don't like like I'm willing to go with you yeah. to the, that place sure. Alistair and maybe even some of the listeners but I don't know that you could put this to any kind of an audience and they would come away with anything other than bafflement sure sure but but is it is it not a reward for those who are willing to go with something oh I see so this is like in Indiana Jones and the um the Last Crusade, where you know you you've got to take that leap of faith, and it turns out that there's just a a, a bridge there. But maybe I think it's more like uh, an invisible bridge. No, it's in more like in Peter Pan. Oh yeah, and on a hook in Hook, where yep. the kids are eating the invisible food, mm-hmm. but they have to believe. Right. So this is invisible comedy. It's invisible comedy. <laughs> it is there. Yeah. Everybody's laughing. It's you've there. just got to start to laugh, and then you'll get it. Yeah. And then you'll see the jokes. I mean, in a way, that is comedy, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you just have to believe that it's you funny. You kind of have to yeah. want. You kind of have yeah. to want it a little bit. Yeah. Because I mean, if you're a 55 year old man and you're sitting in the front row of my show with your arms <laughs> crossed, <laughs> you've sort of you've comedy sort of, doesn't exist for you. Yeah, and I'm sorry. There is no enjoyment left. You just have to believe, Peter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is actually where Peter Pan en- ended up. Ended up yeah. just sitting in the front row of your <laughs> your comedy show. Yeah. Um, all right. Is it? Is it? Um, we talked about something a bit to do with the the alphabet a while ago, which was coming up with a with a um, was it to trying to remember the alphabet by coming up with a mnemonic, or was that someone else's joke? That was somebody else's joke. Somebody else's joke. Um, I was considering <clears throat> coming up with a, a a way from one to nine, coming up with a a, a mnemonic for teaching a, a child the order. Of one to nine. Right. Because, you know, like often, you know, kids that are like almost two or something like that mm. will know some of the numbers, but they'll go eight, nine, two, three. Yes. One. Like that. Yes. And so something for teaching them. Could you use that child as a random number generator? Because obviously dr- generating truly random numbers is a is an important part of um, cryptography. Yeah. Right? So that's the, uh, that's would the... you be willing to sell your son... Into what, whatever it is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> whatever the sentence ending is, there, yes. Um, um, no, okay. So, is, so what would a mnemonic look like for numbers? Because Alistair, you're already again uh, said a very silly thing. So, what is it? What do you mean? Okay. Well, how do you teach? Okay. Um, I like, guess does it have to be because a mnemonic is like you come up with a um. A, a a word that starts with that letter, right? Mm. So, do you have to come up with a word that starts with that number? Do you have to come up with a word that starts <laughs> with one? Well, maybe, or you could use the visuals of it. So you could sort of teach it. Like you go, all right. Well, now one is sort of like a. It looks kind of like a thin person, right? right? Uh, let's say a ballerina, mm-hmm. a ballerina who's in the standing straight position. Yeah. Number two looks like a swan. Looks like a swan, right? Swan like so. <laughs> Don't get ahead of me here, mate. Three. <laughs> Three. Looks like a set of boobs <laughs> on the side. Right? That ballerina was a woman. Bit of boobs on the side. Okay. Side boobs. <laughs> side boobs. <laughs> Referring to the number three as side boobs is... Is that funny or is, is that it... just disgusting? Is it disgusting? Is it disgusting, Alistair? Referring to the number three as side boobs. Yeah. I don't know if it's disgusting. Okay. Just in that, I think that word should at least have 
some resemblance of its former meaning. <laughs> I mean, if oh, you're going to use it. I mean, sure. I mean, like if what you mean is if the, can somebody find a way of getting offended by you yeah. saying side boob. Yeah, but that doesn't... People are very good at that these days. Absolutely, absolutely. But disgusting is different. Is the... um. Is a is taking offence? Is that going to be a um, a part of the uh, the Olympics? Taking offence. Taking offence. Taking offencing. So, to to be. <laughs> but right. like, would it, what what would it be? Would it be like a, a speed round, or would it be sort of like a creativity it, round? And how you take offence? Well, I, I think I think maybe like it would be like a like like rhythmic gymnastics. You know, you get awarded different points for different things. So obviously. Mm. Um, you know, yeah, di- level of difficulty is is factored in. Yeah, speed, yeah, agility, mental agility. Great, and so yes. and so, are people just kind of like are are things to get offended at, sort of lobbed up in the air, kind of like the 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 pigeon, the clay sh- pigeon <laughs> shooting, <laughs> yeah. and then people have to just get offended the most accurately and the most quickly, yeah, as possible. Yeah. Or is it more like a sort of like a like a gymnast kind of floor mat routine in which there's just something that you're getting offended about and you're just kind of doing these twists and turns and how you could be offended and you've just got a routine prepared? Yeah, I I think I think maybe a prepared routine mm. is 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 quite good. So a song starts to play and then you get offended at the song yeah. in various ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Uh, so so. There could be that, and then there could be an improvised round as well, which is like where you is more response based to 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 various stimuli and that sort of thing. Sure. Um, there could be like a cross country one where you've just got to run through a, a bit of woodland and get offended by that. Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, when we're able, when uh, when we get to the point where we can be offended by nature, I think that will be quite. Good. Absolutely. That yeah. would be a gold medal performance. Yeah. Yeah. So so that that kind of almost r- r- makes me think a little bit of that that winter olympic one where you're kind of cross country skiing for a bit, you know, and then you you shoot something and then yeah. you're back to cross country skiing yeah. and then you kind of learn to use a crossbow. The decathlon or, you... or so is that the decathlon? I think the decathlon is in the regular olympics. Right. That's where you do 10. I think that was um Caitlyn Jenner's uh <sighs> thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, I think, I think something to do with getting offended. I um, do like, look, look, the floor routine type thing where you start, you're standing in the middle of a mat kind of yep. thing and then a song starts to play. Let's say it's that, um, blurred lines or something like mm. that. And then you start to get offended at that song in various ways. But I think that's almost too easy, right? Sure. But you know, the, these are kind of the, the, the things, uh, you're picking the level of difficulty sure. of the song. So, totally. I mean, you could be, you know, you could have Elvis Presley's Hound Dog playing. Yep. Right? And so then that's kind of slightly more, because then you're like, well, uh, what am I getting offended at here? That that a guy is, uh, I guess... Well, it's I, cultural appropriation. I guess it's cultural appropriation. Uh, is it offensive to dogs <laughs> that, that, that you're... Is he singing to a woman? Crying yeah. all the time. Why is she crying? Crying is he, or is he? Is he saying it to a man? Is it bad? Why are you saying that it's bad for a man to be crying, or that it's bad for a man to be a dog? Yeah, or bad for a dog to be a hound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are you saying it's bad to be? Yes. Why is it bad to be only one thing? Ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> 
why 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 is it that a problem that he has a, a, a single particular essence and mm. he's chosen to identify as a hound dog? Okay, does he have to have a, a second ulterior identity? Like, is that mm-hmm. you know he doesn't believe in an in, in another version of himself? There's no there is no uh, higher um, form. Well, then and 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 so then why are you saying that being multiple things is good? Is that some kind of uh, are you? In some way, condoning multiple personality disorder and 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 glorifying it, <laughs> and uh, is that good for people in the health industry who are now going to be swamped? By yeah, bye, bye. <laughs> um, you ain't never caught a rabbit. Now, <laughs> um, <laughs> is the fact that we have become divorced from nature and from the mm-hmm. ways in which animals have been uh, being slaughtered mm-hmm. for our own um, carnivorous needs? Is that is 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 to put that into the very context of a song, therefore mm. making light of that um, yep. inherent uh, cognitive dissonance that affects modern society. And is that going to make people less likely to take such a thing seriously in the future? That's right. Is it going to lead to more or less green spaces in cities <laughs> <laughs> for people to get some of that uh, access to nature? Um, and then at the end you sort of take a bow <laughs> and then some judges... And- you ain't no friend of, of mine. mine. <laughs> well, if you think that's the case, then I tell you, you ain't no friend of mine. Thank you. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna just write down. Okay. Offense. You just write. You just write down, Alistair. I still think that the idea itself needs to be because you know, at the moment, we've got a, 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 an interesting combination of things. Are like we, you know, we're supposedly playing this song, and then we're also got this. Routine. You'd almost want it to have some sort of a physical element, but then this person is talking as well. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of moving parts. Mm. Right? It might be hard to pull off, and we might have to simplify it in some way. Oh, jeez, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I think I think maybe if there a person is given only a single piece of stimulus, mm. right, and then they have to remain offended for yep. as long as possible, yeah. Right, and get as much offence out of that as possible. Get so, like, really you know, riled up. If, if for example, they were given the number three, yeah. Right, and they just had to get offended at the number three for you know a minute. Sure. Um, um, well, I guess another aspect of the number three is not only does it kind of you know look look a bit like boobs, mm. which is not in itself offensive, but if you look at it from the inside, yes. it kind of looks like. I mean, I'm not saying that it does cup asses, but it looks like it's it's set up to perfectly cup asses. Cup asses, you know, which uh, can be with or without permission. And mm. so, I'm just saying to have formed something uh, for that sole purpose does seem a bit. Dark. Three is the magic number. Why? Why is three the magic number? Mm. Well, because because that is a the the basic unit of the nuclear family, which um, excludes any alternative interpretations it's of very family as you know um, heteronormative. Indeed, and uh, and also, why are you being magic when in a world where there probably requires more logic? Uh, you know, some of these weird magic beliefs kind of are probably leading us to uh, a higher understanding. No, or a worse, a, lower, a wor- one. lower understanding. <laughs> 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 no, no. Uh. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The same, un- the same amount of or understanding. Or to say that things are higher or lower is wrong. Yeah. Because everything's the same. Um, I had somebody, uh, a comedian, tell me a joke, and I can't quite remember exactly what it is. Yes, good. But, um, but I, I liked it, and it was something to the, to the effect of, um, you know, I don't make jokes about... You know, and then he kind of mentions like, it's kind of like a comedian being high and mighty. This was Nick Kwan who told oh, me. Oh yeah, this, he's a very right? funny guy. Yeah, and he was saying I don't make jokes about you know, uh, you know people who, like who are who are gay or people who are uh, disabled or people who are you know colored or whatever like that, uh, because I don't punch down, <laughs> right? <laughs> but he's saying it as a joke. Wow, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, but but this idea that yeah that I never thought about that. But before. that 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 by sa- by saying that you would do you that, are, that you're, you're, you're punching putting, down. You're putting you're putting people... yourself above them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and um, obviously, I, I mean, I, I man, just, he's clever. Yeah. Now, uh, obviously, now we can't do anything with that because I just told you it's somebody else's jokes. So, oh, if only you hadn't told me, and then we could have just said it, and then I could have said great, and then you could have written it down, <laughs> and then true. we could have moved on. That's true. We would but have now been we're on... just sitting here thinking about how great Nick Quan is. That's true. And that's not going to get anyone anywhere. And but you know what? And what's amazing? Yes. What's amazing about Nick Quan? Right? Is he's from Tasmania? Is he's from Tasmania and. For some reason, his name makes me think that he would be from Asia. <laughs> <laughs> and yet he's from Tasmania. Tasmania. And the name that certainly doesn't make you think he's from Tasmania. No, no, no. no. That, I mean, what would make... Like, you know, okay. Here's um, a good name. Nick uh, from Tasmania. Nick from Tasmania. <laughs> Nick surrounded by water. Yes. Um, um, namely Bass Strait to the north. Yeah. Um, uh, even, even sort of... Uh, Sort of slightly weird, like if it was Nick slightly weird. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Nick, uh, the artist formerly known as Nick Van Diemen's Land. <laughs> you made a weird face when you said that. And yeah. it, was, it was something that p- the people, the podcast listeners are really missing out on. Um, uh, now, back to a virus that is the <laughs> human size. I guess we've been meaning to try to get back to that for ages. Yeah. Um would you still have microbiologists what if, dealing with it? Uh, okay, that's good. Would we have to build a really, really big microbiologist mm. several billion times larger than a normal person so that, relatively speaking, they could still perform microbiology on it? I think could, that's really... Or would it be their job? Like, if viruses got mm, human size, would yes. it be their jobs to sort of slay the viruses that's with exactly swords? What, yes. Go around and punch them to death. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like if 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 it's going to be anyone, they're first in line. Yeah, I mean, first of all, there weren't any viruses that were that big before you guys came along, right? So, so this is some kind of superbug. This yeah, is like yeah. this is a, has arisen as a result of viruses and some kind of antiviral um, 
resistance. Yeah, I feel emerged. like we we kind of left it in their hands. Yeah, and they failed, and therefore they're the first to be slain or save us. They could save us. They could be the first to save us. <laughs> so okay, so a really big virus, right? And then and then it change it fundamentally changes the the nature of microbiology. To 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 now be a really quite a hands on, mm. uh, like um, um, it's it's more a um a first person shooter kind of a kind, kind of a of job a now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, mostly, yeah. M- microbiologists are sort of they they have a lot of hunting knives mm. on them and uh, sort of bandanas, uh, dirt on their cheeks. Yeah, a lot uh, of dirt on their cheeks. Yeah. Uh, so those those. Belts that have bullets but along bandolier? them. Bandolier? Is that a bandolier? Oh, I'd love that. I'd love if it was. If it's not, well, I'm using that word for something else. Yeah, that's Could great. be a good name for what? my bandolier. Oh. <laughs> well played. I, did, I don't even know if we mentioned the thing we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Well, we're talking about things that are a good name for a band. Yeah, great. And that's one of them. That's really good. Um, and, and, and how saying things are a good name for a band is an overused form of comedy. Absolutely. But I think I I might've got away with it. I think I heard somebody say recently that the gorillas are called that because, uh, a, a a group of gorillas is called a band. Really? Anyway. Well, that's quite good. Yeah. I thought it was a troop, but maybe that's monkeys. Oh no! You're thinking of an, a group of people who do improv. Oh, <laughs> monkeys <laughs> called though. the monkeys. Yeah, called the monkeys. Mm. Uh, um, uh, so, hang on. What were we just saying? Microbiologists. Okay, so it's it's almost like an sort of an inverted version of. Isn't there a movie called like Inner Space? Is that the one where they go inside somebody's body? Mm. Or like there's a there's some movie where they shrink down. Oh no, Fantastic Journey. I think Fantastic Journey is where they shrink down and they go inside someone's body yeah. and then they're confronted with like germs and stuff like that mm. and they have to sort of fight them off and that sort of thing. It's like that, but instead we made the germs really, really big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Magic School Bus also visited that idea. It certainly yeah. did, yeah. yes. But I was trying to appear highbrow. I don't want people to think that I remember the Magic School Bus like a nerd who remembers the Magic School Bus, Good. Alistair. Good, that would be embarrassing I for think, me. I think they did really well in Magic School Bus. It was educational. Mm, that's uh, true. The lady. That teacher. That she teacher. was hot. Yeah. Was she? <laughs> I don't know. I that, that wasn't, the, that wasn't the, the... I just remember being into her. Yeah, that's cool. I think probably because they were, she, she was a good educator. She was really, oh, <laughs> man, I love an educator, mate. <laughs> she oh, could really teach me things about oh, other things. I love a woman with a pedagogy. Pedagogy. Oh, pedagogy. Um... Um, yeah, okay, so... Now, how can we make this slightly funnier? Well... I mean, well, already I like the idea. I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think... I don't, Alistair, let's not worry about making things funnier, okay? <laughs> I mean, once we start doing that, we're in a whole whole lot of trouble, okay? It's Absolutely. It's big viruses, okay? Yeah. It it could... It, um... It's... It's, uh... Is it, is it, is it like a sort of a men in black kind of a thing? Where some someone's a very good microbiologist, and then they get taken aside by the other microbiologists, and re- and they, they have it revealed to them that a whole lot of the people that they think are people around them are just big viruses. Well, see, I almost feel like it's a the people who are microbiologists fighting the huge viruses. Mm. It's really done out of a societal guilt, like in that right. Everybody else in in society is kind of like. Like it's almost there's been a draft, but it's not yep. a draft. It's just 
it's a draft out of their this is their responsibility. And so mm-hmm. nobody who is not a microbiologist is doing it currently. Right. And nobody who is not a microbiologist feels bad that they're the ones that have to <laughs> fight them. Everybody agrees that it's their yeah, fault this and is, they have to do it. They should have done That's quite they, nice. They should have dealt with this. Yeah. And so they have to fight and defeat these things in order to get back their societal standing so they mm-hmm. can come back and just be a part of society again. Yep. And so at the end of the nightly news, it's like another 17 micro- microbiologists died fighting <laughs> yeah. human-sized viruses today. Yeah. And at least, I guess the one benefit of these giant uh, superbugs now will be that at least if they are in a sort of a hospital sink or whatever, mm. <laughs> they'll be much more visible. <laughs> You know, you'll know about you'll it. You'll know because that golden staff will be kind of like, you know, sort of taking a swing yeah. at you and things like that. It's trying to grab you. Mm. You just close the door. Yeah. I mean, how would viruses then affect humans? Like what threat do they pose once they're as Smothering. big as... Smothering. Or taking our jobs. They could take our jobs, mm-hmm. yeah. But also, you know, they could just be on your leg. Yeah. Yeah. Slow they you could, down. You know, like... Uh, golden staff, a huge golden staff, sort of wrapped around <laughs> your, le- your leg. On your leg, sort of like a like three children. See, at some point, I started to imagine them no longer as being big human-sized viruses. As I've started to just imagine them as being like humans, <laughs> but with weird clothes and a bit of face paint. No, and they're just quite irritating. No, they're big, blobby. Like for some reason, I see a lot of them in my mind as just giant micro, uh, like single-celled organisms. Great. Can they talk? I don't currently have them talking in my head. Okay, I but think... I mean, if they do, it sounds like they're they're they've got a lot of water in their mouth. <laughs> I think, I think, like you know, that would be the next step. You know, in their evolution, is mm. getting is is the ability to talk, and to try and mm. you know very basically sort of reason with us. Is it statins? What Try are the... and manipulate us. St- st- no, it's not statins. What is statins a th- thing? What is yeah, it? I don't no, know what I it is. That's a, a is that the thing that you keep saying that people get elongated? I don't there's, say that. There's the thing... Telomeres, that... I'd probably say that. Okay, yeah, telomeres. That's the one. You that's keep the thing I that. keep saying. You, you've probably said it in the last seven podcasts. <laughs> you keep mentioning elongating telomeres. It's great. I love it. Don't... Thank you. It, it, it sounds really informed. <laughs> I think I read the same article that does some lady who's <laughs> attempting to increase the length of her life. Is he yeah, length probably. Anyway, um, there's a thing that uh, bacteria have that they can they can pass parallel to each other, and so there's the bacteria itself, and then they have these extra like chunks of DNA that give them skills. Mm, right. right. And I can't remember what Little they're upgrades. called. I don't know if they're statins. They're called something like that. And they can pass them from one to another. Uh, obviously, once they get too many, it's also a, an evolutionary disadvantage because it slows them down. But right. if you get a bunch, you can build resistances to things and things like that. So crazy. Yeah. And so I imagine that these uh, viruses or giant human-sized bacteria at some point might just have one of those that they can pass to each other, which is just a mouth. <laughs> Or at least a way yeah, of shaping, yeah. well, shaping I mean, their single cell into a mouth. Once they get to a, that, that kind of size, they mm. become almost like a Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> like plugging on and off these different statins yeah. to have different you know, ears or whatever. Yeah. And if, if you're a microbiologist or a regular biologist or you know anything about biology or you use Google, yes. let us know what, what the what name of that thing is. And whether or not a giant 
um, virus would be anything like a Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, but uh, please find a way to break it to us lightly that... Oh, look, we, we just want it to be like a Mr. Potato Head, so just find a way that it can work for us. <laughs> don't tell us that it can't. And if it, is, and if it can't, and if it really can't, please don't, just tell us privately. Tell yeah. us in a DM, right? And we won't bring it up again. Don't embarrass us publicly. What is the, um, what is the most reputable body, Alastair, that could be doing the most embarrassing possible, like, Christmas play or something like that? Right, the like Red Cross. The Red Cross. I think. See, I think that's quite good. Okay, like because what I want is I want a organisation that really a shouldn't be giving their time to this. Right, that B would be really underni- undermining like the dignity and the gravitas of their not only their profession but also their mission. Yep. In life, and then I I I want to it to. As well, I want it to be a thing that then gets in the way, like, like that they are prioritizing this Christmas. thing, this Christmas pageant or whatever, the, the, this nativity play, you know, that they're doing at their organization. Like the UN? The UN. I guess the UN is, is, is pretty good. Stuff that kind of gets in the way of them yeah. sort of helping people. Yeah. So, like, as well as trying to get emergency relief aid to Rwanda. They are like at the same time and with the same level of urgency trying to organize a costume for Stephanie to be the angel of the North. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um. And, you know, people are complaining and they're rehearsing things and they're having to move around meetings with various, you know, relief bodies. Um, I mean, this is, this is a weird... To make rehearsals. Just to like to make it smaller. What about like the flying doctor service? <laughs> so it's in rural, yeah, it's okay, in sort of right. rural Australia. For people who don't know about this, there's a uh, there's just you know people who live in very far away places and they don't have doctors in their areas. Far flung, far flung places. So there's some doctors that can fly from place to place in planes, in planes, small yeah. planes. Yes. Uh, maybe a Cessna. A Cessna would be a classic plane, I reckon, yeah. to, to fly somewhere in. Maybe an ultralight. They don't. They use wouldn't an ultra, do. They, they wouldn't, wouldn't do an ultralight. Ultralight, no. no. Um, but they might fly through the ultranight. Oh my! Which is goodness. the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So I mean, well, well, I mean, but once you bring it down to that kind of a level of the of the flying doctors, it, it's it's almost sort of plausible that this would be happening, right? And then it becomes much more of a character piece and much more about about the these individuals and like their quirky decision mm. to do this. Unless we incorporate some element of the fact that they are the flying doctors, right? So like are they doing this performance like in their plane somehow, like taxiing around being different is it is it sort of like a plane based nativity play? Yeah, where where they're doing it in the sky. In the sky, I suppose. But I mean, that's 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 hard. They'll, you can't plausibly get planes close enough together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to picture how you, as a plane representing the Virgin Mary, cuddle a plane representing Baby Jesus. 
or an ultralight representing baby Jesus I think without top, killing baby Jesus. That's true, yeah. I guess you would need, need a number of helicopters, one to, to play a donkey, <laughs> one to play a sort of, you know, a crèche. Right, so they're not they're not cradling baby Jesus, but maybe they are sort of airlifting baby Jesus who's represented by a tank. Maybe they could be refueling baby Jesus. <laughs> I think, okay, I think, I think, what if it's the Navy, then we can get a compromise here. It's Let's the, get, it's the Air, it's the Air Force. It's the Air Force. Doing their annual, like, just planning their annual nativity air show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, they, like, it's all, because any other, anything like that, sort of like anybody trying to tell a story, with, like, with fireworks. Yeah. It always gets so... Abstract and well, because just it's, pointless. It's just light. It's right, just... and you've got such a limited range of things you can do with fireworks. <laughs> like in the movies, so in in Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. When they are telling a story with fireworks, there'll be a firework that's a dragon that actually eats a firework that's a prince. Yeah, right. But if we do that in the real world, it'll be one big red firework and one small <laughs> white firework. And you'll be like, yeah. oh, the dragon is eating the prince. Yeah, and maybe at the end you could do one of those ones where you, you they've managed to make one that makes a heart shape or something like that. Yeah, that is go, the best we've done. That is the closest thing to an actual readable symbol <laughs> with any meaning. Except for like a lot of fireworks and a little bit of fireworks. What would <laughs> We are very good at telling the story of the time there was a lot of fireworks and then a little bit of fireworks. And at the end, a heart-shaped firework. And then also we got really good at telling people that the, the, the point where you can go home now because there are no more fireworks. Um, I mean, you could mix up... I mean, that could be a part of the, the this discussion where they want to be able to, to to use more range of emotion in mm. this thing. So they mm. want to try to have fireworks up there, but then they're like, but we also do have helicopters in the air <laughs> representing different things. Um, uh, I, I, think, I think just an Air Force nativity, sky nativity thing, or... I mean, you know, if it was the Navy, it could be the... N Nativity, nativ, 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 nativity, yeah, that one. Nativity, Do you want me to write down nativity? No, no, no. Andy, look, we just hit five. We just hit five, and boy, I mean, what a five! Yeah, what a five today. We got. Uh, next level audio file, B brain valves and Donnie. That's yep. you know that's up there. I think that's pretty good. That's something. Yeah, I think there's that's something. We got uh, my consonant struggle. <laughs> I can't believe you wrote that down. It's uh, Romeo and Juliet, but but all with Y, <laughs> and and so it's the Y that's part of the vowel family, and Y that's also part of the consonant family, and they don't approve of it masturbating. <laughs> Neither of its families approve of it loving itself. Why? And so they why? stop it and they yell why a lot. Um, yeah, I love it. That's And then at the end, it, yeah, it's that one arm for masturbating <laughs> off its one, you know, it's the it's other little extremity. Um, then we got the offense Olympics, which is it's the uh, getting offended has become a sport at the Olympics. It's And, and look, I don't know. 
I think getting offended is fine. I'm yeah. not trying to like say it's wrong to get offended about things. You're just recognizing that people are getting better at it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm celebrating, you know, the higher, faster, stronger, m- more offended. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to go into that too early. That's was, anyway, we got man sized virus <laughs> battled by microbiologists. Yeah, great. Okay, so this is their their mistake. This is the thing they've done. This wrong. is yeah. This is their burden to fix. Yeah, yeah you wanted to, you wanted to go into a, a a nice field like that. Well, there you go. Yep. You thought there'd be good money in that, didn't you? You thought you'd cure something. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if biologists think that there's going to be good money in biology. Well, if they go to pharmaceuticals. Yeah, if they go to pharmaceuticals, but I think they all feel a little bit bad about that. So this isn't even, um, you know, this isn't even just the, the, the microbiologists working in drug research who failed to come up with a cure for viruses who are being forced to go out there and battle them ha- fi- hand to fist. No, no, these are right? also the ones This that is also the ones who were just at universities. These are just the academics who were mm. researching different ways in which they can combine or, yeah. you know. And these are also sure. all the armchair microbiologists that probably have some wow. subreddit that they all hang out on. Right, all the they... ones who got a microbiology degree but then went into banking. Yeah, this is anybody that's ever skills. shown an interest in <laughs> microbiology. You had knowledge and you didn't stop this. Yeah, I think, well, I think obviously, like, once as as we start to go through the top tier mm. microbiologists and they start to die off, we're yeah. going to have to look deeper amongst us and find out who are the people who are really microbiologists but yeah. have sort of been living amongst us and hiding their yeah, microbiology well, they become the lowest ranking people mm. in the world. So yeah. then there's like they're just pawns. Yeah, they're the pawn, like you know it, there's there's like I don't know sort of like murderers down near near the bottom. Mm. You know, and anybody who's done any kind of awful stuff like that, and below that will be microbiologists. <laughs> you know, but, and above them will be sort of like you know. I mean, like I don't have a problem with drug addicts, but I'm just saying that in terms of the way the general pop- pop- populace treats them, mm. they're they're low ranking. Yeah, you know, then there's circus folk. No, anyway, that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> Where comedians are below circus folk. <laughs> Shout out to Shay. Anyway, um, well, circus folk, I think, have a lot of um, like physical skill, right? Oh like yeah, they're very often quite strong and quite, uh, you know, um, good good at with machines and that sort of thing. Yeah, I think mean, that's quite a useful skill. They're good with machines. Yeah, like I you see that's you know, like the thing is, is that a lot of circus folk you see them using things like bowling pins, right? But if you give them a digger, imagine the kind of stuff they could do with a digger. Sorry, when I said circus folk, I was picturing carnies who like set up <laughs> set like, up like spinning, you know, oh, rides and that sort of yeah, shit. But right. you were picturing like a clown or something. Yeah, circus. So folk. when I said they're good with machines, you thought I was an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I already you know. Well, no, you were right though. Yeah. Um and then we have uh, the Air Force Sky Nativity. Yeah, I think there's all solid ideas today. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all right. Yeah, I like them. I look to be honest. I think there's a movie in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> How do you reckon in any of those sketches ants would like? It's uh, okay to say none. No, uh, look, I, I'm not going to just quit that. Uh, I think. Look, I think. Uh, I think. I think they might appreciate the 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 giant virus thing because they would they would look at that and it'd be like you know maybe there's hope for us. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, imagine if we were really big. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and also. I think the Air Force Sky Nativity. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. think that, that, that there's often ants that probably are on planes when they take off. Wow, that is definitely true. And uh, and and you know, as far as their lives go, that is 
a great like that is basically as as, as great a thing that can happen to an ant. Close to the gods, you know. But yeah. I also reckon an ant could fall out of a plane and be fine. Yeah, I imagine, I think that would that that would basically be what you would want to do if you if you're an ant. Because I mean, what you like, air would slow you down so much. Yeah. Ah. Oh. How good would that be to be an ant so and good. fall just, from the just sky? Just free fall as an ant. Just free fall. And it would take so long to get caught in a current. Yeah, your terminal velocity would be like, you know, walking pace. Yeah, you'd probably be, <laughs> it's probably negative terminal velocity. You'd probably just go up forever. Just go up experience into space. space. I don't doubt they even need to breathe. I think they'd probably do quite well in the darkness. Do you think, a, do you think an ant even can even suffocate? Are they immortal? In space, no one can hear ants scream. Yeah. That's true. And on that... S- smell their pheromones of distress. Pheromones. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. We had a, a, bl- a bloody blast. We're having today. a bloody blast today. Um, and, uh, you know, um, we'd, we'd love it if you, uh, if you pursued us online. Follow, f- follow us. Find us on the Facebook Two in the Think Tank, tw- Twitter at Two in Tank. Uh, uh, Alistair I'm, TB is my Twitter. I'm a stupid old Andy. You can check out Planet Broadcasting, the network that we're a part of and all the yeah. other excellent podcasts that are, what, that are there in. Listen, To Do Will Go On, Auntie Donna, uh, Human Ordinary. Don't You Know Who I Am. Don't You Know Who I Am. Uh, Steel Wars. Yep. And Please listen to the Am Weekly Planet and the Weekly Planet. Chuck Emma, listen. Yeah. And um, and and if you see fit, give us a review on iTunes. Thank you so much. And and you do see fit. Yeah. Oh, really? No, I know. Like, I know. I never want to do it when somebody says this. And I and to be honest, I never zone up more <laughs> than when somebody's saying write a review. But write a review. Oh, I'm man, just. If... I'm talking to you. Like like picture. I'm your dad, and that this would be the one thing that would make me proud. Picture you, no. Picture your. He's your your. Al's your dad, right? Yeah. And I mean, things really haven't been going well for him since Mum left. Yeah. And he is desperate for anything. And, yeah. And and, and, and you never mom... really felt connected to him, and now he needs this one thing from you. I just you, need one and thing. Just like just oh, you know, throw him a bone. Because your mom's just actually like she's dating again, and she's doing really <laughs> Dad's well. Dad's got nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> Dad's just got a podcast, yeah. and I mean, he just needs a he just needs a a, a positive review. <laughs> anyway, I hope this doesn't sound pathetic <laughs> <Thank> again. <laughs> <laughs> How could this possibly sound pathetic? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I think there's almost a sketch in that. I think I think your divorced dad trying to convince <laughs> you to leave a review All for right, his I'm podcast. And I mean Yeah. That's right being written down. It's being written down, guys. Uh, and, and see that is why you've got to listen to us beg for reviews at the end of the show because sometimes in there is something really good. And maybe one day I'll admit to that murder I did. So that's why you've got to pay attention during these otherwise seemingly boring bits of the show. Because you never know what you'll find. Bloody Easter eggs. Eh? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank uh, you. We love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.